Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, October 21st, 2013, and it is time once again for 10 Dozen Minutes, give or take, with Jake and Mr. Skullhead, starring Jake and Mr. Skullhead, featuring Clackling in a supporting role. Good evening, Clackling. Good evening. How's everybody doing? Hey, it's Clackling. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Clackling is, that's because you don't know anything about the high-powered video games industry in which Clackling is a serious high-powered video game In which insider. he takes no part in. Yeah. Uh... Clackling used to work for Coldfront, and then he uh, leveraged that into a career quitting community manager jobs at various studios. That is so harsh, yet true. Mr. Skullhead, uh, how many jobs do you know of that Clackling quit in fits of peak? <laughs> I, I don't think I know of any jobs that Clackling quit, because when we're together, we don't talk business, we talk pleasure. Oh, well, see, that's because... And we don't uh, do much talking. Oh right, yeah, yeah. You're too busy. You're too busy making yeah. out. See, I feel like when Clackling and I hang out, all we talk about is business. We're all business all the time. We're like business up front and party in the back. I, okay, I was gonna say that. Too, you should. You gotta be faster. You gotta be faster if you're gonna hang with Mr. Not used to He's having a quick everybody wit. at once. Yeah. Well, what do you? How do you? How do you normally do uh, your your guest spots on podcasts? one at a time? You just get interviewed. Yeah, interviewed by like one guy. So, coming at me from both sides. Tell us some sanitized PR sh- bullshit about Wildstar. I don't know. <laughs> is that what we're here for? Oh, yeah. I didn't sure, realize. Because yes. what our listeners crave is, is information about your unreleased MMO Wildstar. I've had everything except the game that they're here to talk about. David, you've been playing KOL again a little. I've been seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I had to take a break because my life's too busy. But I've been back and it's been great. How can your life be too busy for KOL? It's a coffee break game. I, there, you know, when you think about it, you're like, oh, it's fine. There's 40 adventures a day, but then you start getting more involved and it's like, oh no, now it's 200 adventures a day because I'm playing it optimally. It's too many. It's, I yeah, should you should cut food and just foods. get rid of all the food. Just get rid of it? Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking just make it one tenth as effective. Sure, but that's still a lot of work. It's just easier to delete the database. Yeah. So you just do, you would do know. hardcore. Yeah, do hardcore, do oxy. I usually do, and then come back a year later and have no idea. Oh, actually, I've been meaning to tell you, you should also get some Oxy uh, for your acne. It's pretty gross. I thought you were talking about uh, Oxycontin. Oh, yeah, that too. You should, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You should get some Oxycontin so that you can take it to drown the sorrows of <laughs> you never having any girl want to touch you because of your horrible acne. Yeah. I think this is probably why, uh, why your career is so, so staccato. Like why you keep losing you keep losing jobs because of your acne. Just there's such a low tolerance for it already that after a couple of weeks people are like, yeah. oh god, well, no, I, I mean, just don't even want to talk to him anymore. You go in for the interview and you wear that dark man mask, which um, covers <laughs> your horrible, the invisible man. Face. Yeah. They want you to prove that you've got a couple different characters, so it's just always <laughs> the invisible man. Oh right, and then right, I just don't show up to the interview. Community manager is is like auditioning for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skullhead, what have you been up to? What indeed. What indeed. Uh, let's see. Friday night, we took the boy to a uh, Halloween party. And while he was there, it was at the uh, the YWCA, which is where we do our working out these days. Yeah, the, is that the Young Women's Christian Association? I mean, I guess, like, when Jess first wanted to join the YWCA, I was like, but I am a man. Surely men aren't allowed to work out there. And... Like, no, it's pretty much exactly the same as the YMCA is now, because, like, there aren't lodging facilities there anymore like there used to be. Okay. Do you think it's maybe just the M a gym. just kind of, like, okay. swung off the sign one night and hung there upside down, and they're like, yeah, it's the YWCA now. That may be it. 
That happened yeah. to half of them. <laughs> exactly half. Yeah, because of their their contractor used. Well, there's forty nine. They're like forty nine percent of the gyms, but no. okay. the dues are only like seventy seven percent of what the YMCA's dues are. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, then the equipment's not nearly as effective. There's like well, they, there's they like are, three, but day, the three days. Stacks are smaller. There's like three or four <laughs> days a week where all of the treadmills are broken. <laughs> I mean, month. Fuck. <laughs> a week. Yeah. Wow, your girlfriend has got you snowed. Wow. <laughs> like, my girlfriend's on the four days out of the week that she has her period. Mm-hmm. So we can't have sex. The other times we can't have sex because I don't like having sex with women. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, really. That's true for me. For me. But anyway, so they, they threw a little party where we could go drop the boy and they would do fun things with him for three hours. And while he was there, we went to see Gravity, which was really cool. Oh, okay. Oh, man. I've heard good things that. about it. I do recommend it, and it is one that should be seen on an IMAX 3D screen, I feel like. Okay. Is it, I very is it rarely will... Is there a lot of ver- vertiginousness? Is there a lot of what? Vertiginousness? <laughs> I was kind of surprised that I didn't get sick watching it. Is ver- I mean, vertiginousness is a word, right? Yeah, like a vertiginous drop, a drop that's so steep that it would give yeah, you vertigo so the, to look over. Yeah, so the property of ha- the property of being vertiginous is vertiginousness. Yeah, yeah. no. Okay. I, I want to say vertiginosity. Okay. Uh, yep. I don't know if that's correct. I just want to say it. Vertigo Vert- But yeah, there vertigone. is a, there are a lot of long tracking shots where characters are kind of tumbling lazily through space, and the camera's rotating the other way around while panning across this huge vista of the with the earth in the background and kind of all sorts of craziness and i was expecting to feel sick to my stomach but i did not i was i mean i, I guess felt only dramatic tension a 3d movie wouldn't be as bad if there was just less going on on the screen i feel like the problem with blockbusters is that you when you see them in 3d there is so much shit moving around in every quadrant of your vision that it just throws into sharp relief how bad the things that you aren't looking directly at are when you yeah. watch a movie in 3D, but uh, yeah. Oh, so you're saying because there's only one thing to focus on? Yeah. Well, I mean, in, in general, I feel like space. I feel like if 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 it's a movie about the sort of loneliness of space, the shots are probably going to be a little sparser. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying I saw the trailers. I saw the movie. I just the trailers freaked me out. There aren't like a hundred robots just flying around. I mean, it's like just about people like well, I mean, no, for no like spoilers, minutes that they're about to die. Right? I mean, that's my, my understanding of this movie is like, yeah, this movie is about just dudes that are like about to die and they know it and they know there's nothing they can do about it. But, yeah, I mean, there were, there were times when the like field of space debris that was the main antagonist would come through and then there would be just a whole bunch of stuff breaking all at once on the screen. Oh, there's an antagonist? Well, the antagonist is a field of space debris. Oh. Because, like, a, the Russians accidentally hit a satellite with a missile, and it explodes, and then it hits another satellite, and this, you get this chain reaction going. Oh, is that that thing with the something syndrome? Uh, yeah. The, the, Stockholm. The, yeah, the Stockholm syndrome, where the satellite... Uh, decides that it actually loves the Earth, which it is enslaved to by gravity, and that it wants to get closer to it. And so it's like, oh, hey, I'll see what it's sending me as a gift. And the gift turned out to be a missile. Exactly. That's beautiful. That was a beautiful metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, what I do with all of my satellites is I keep them down in a well in my basement, and then I just make them put lotion on their uh, on their skin to keep the solar panels efficient and clean. I don't know why, given that they're in a well in a basement. There's not a lot of sunlight down there. 
Uh, are you are you playing World of Warcraft while we? Uh, no, while I locked out for the podcast. Okay, good. it was very. No, I was talking to enjoyable. Mr. Skullhead. <laughs> you know, you know how much Mr. Skullhead likes to play World of Warcraft. Do people still play that game? Yeah, we played it some last we, night for fun. Oh, we made we, we made cowmans and ran around. Yeah, we made Torin making fun of making fun of the quests. It was like you and I at a grocery store. Only it was Clackling and I in Mulgore. <laughs> um, Excellent. So yeah, you t- so so tell me about this. Uh, like, I when I think of the YMCA, I do not think play some uh, leave my kid. Is there something about kids or the YMCA that I don't understand? Um, there is a whole daycare in this YMCA. Okay, which is like. <clears throat> Actually, that location, they don't do just daycare all day where you just drop your kid off and leave, but they have a giant kid zone, and it's staffed by, you know, the legally required amount of people with the legally acquired required amount of experience and certifications Okay, to be there, and you can leave your kid there for up to two hours while you're in the building working out. Okay. And so it it was in that space was where they had their party. I guess I just think of the YMCA as having as serving two purposes. Uh, one of them is a lot of gay sex, and the other is a lot of uh, like I don't know, kind of it's like a it's like a sort of a uh, institutional halfway house. Like you know, the hobo can live there. Like that's a place that you live just before the street or just after the street. Are you associating both of these things because of the village people specifically or yeah, do does- you associate it with getting yourself clean and having a good meal and doing whatever you feel? No, I think the gay stuff I associate with personal experience. Yeah, with personal experience. I mean, just no, just with with jo- jokes about it, right? Yeah. Just historical jokes about it. I mean, in the same way that like I don't know. I know nothing about Fire Island. I do not know if it is an island. I do not know if it is. I do not know if it is an island. What continent it is off of? I just know that's where you go for gay stuff because there's been a lot of jokes about it. I've never heard of it before. Sure. Well, I mean, you don't go looking for how to go get gay stuff. No, it just comes to me. Done to you. Yeah, yeah you don't have to do anything at all. <laughs> no, but then, but then the and I mean, I guess the other thing is like, I you know. I have heard people who say we're discussing their options as to where to live, and it's like, well, let's see. There's the homeless shelter. There's the YMCA, right? I mean, and and that that's like real life people. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I mean these I, like, are these are places that are were built kind of after the time that the Y was the like the cheapest hotel imaginable. Okay. It's like I guess there are still one or two of the really old ones in the town that are that kind of hostile kind of thing. Yeah. But this is just a, it's just a gym. It's got rooms for people to work out in. It's got fitness equipment on like which big, one can work out big out public, on which one big can public work. Public baths. Yeah, a bathhouse, uh a couple of glory holes. Okay, okay. How many? Uh, just a couple, which is a shame. You'd think yeah. that when they remodeled recently, they would have added more. But that's it's the YWCA. Oh, yeah. So that they're expecting sense. fewer dicks. <laughs> they're just like two breast-sized glory <laughs> holes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get your nipples licked? Put them in here. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't that more of a thing in like well, <laughs> porn or life? 
Huh. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say <laughs> that not a lot of not a lot of women <laughs> could imagine ever wanting to use such a device. It's not really a device. Would you call it a device? I mean, I guess you call a glory hole a device. You but call really, it like it's a, like like just, a literary device. It's just a hole you put in. Oh well, sure, sure. Uh, like the hero's journey. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the hero's, hero's journey, journey through a very small hole. Nipples. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know how women are constantly mobbing the guy who dresses in the free mammograms costume? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. There you go. That is kind of like a glory hole for boobs. <laughs> the mammogram. Mm-hmm. See, if you describe it to women like that, then like your girlfriend won't be upset that you stuck your dick in the glory hole. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah, it's like a mammogram for my dick. Yeah, they were checking me for dick cancer. Yeah. For lumps. Mm-hmm. Um, so did your kid dress up for Halloween? There's a big one at the end. <laughs> so did Ollie dress up? Yeah, he went as a at his request as a zombie from Plants vs. Zombies. Okay. Oh, nice. So he got what? the uh, the the like ripped up jeans and little blazer and the little red tie, and we found a child size traffic cone kind of look alike, awesome. like the kind of cone that you would put on a like a kid's street hockey. Thing to, to mark the goals and so we, we lashed that to his head he looked Neat. good did, looked what, did awesome. you, do you have some pictures did he have what some do you have some pictures i said oh uh, did he have some diction like yes he had diction he yeah better did he have better diction than the zombies from plants versus zombies because i'd like to think you raised him better than that now we taught him the the only word we ever taught him is brains how is how is ollie's diction He's all right. He is it, how's his he has a little bit of a TH and a F and a little bit of a, like a very subtle R into W, but not too bad. The TH into F, like a, so he's like a British man. Yeah. I like it. He, Does he say, it's it's bath time, Papa? It's bath time for the... He, uh, he made a little paper version of a Plants vs. Zombies game because, you know, when they get obsessed, they get obsessed. And he labeled the buttons that you would press. And it was like P to plant and like S for the shovel and then F for fro uh, to make okay. the plant oh. fro something at the zombie, which I thought was amazingly adorable. Adorable. Yeah, that's cute. I mean, I think that's the kind of cute that you should beat out of him as soon as you can, though, because <laughs> he's just going to embarrass himself and you. Well, if he's still doing that in like first grade, then we're like, hey, bro, it's actually TH. Okay. Oh, come on. I mean, he's also going to have a problem when Plants vs. Zombies 3 comes out and there's a button to grow afros on the plants. Uh, oh, I thought you were excited because he would expect not to pay for it because it's Plants vs. <laughs> Zombies free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we I haven't paid for two at all yet. Well, sure. Uh, yeah, cool. Disappointed I missed that obvious joke. Anyway, did, so, no, did, so did, 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 are there any pictures? Can I see a picture of your kid in this adorable costume, Mr. Scott? Yeah, they're on saying? Facebook. Yeah, okay, well, like I said, can I see one? <laughs> I will take it off of Facebook and put it in KOL chat where you can Remove see it. it from Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Hey, here's a question about Facebook. Do you, as a guy who posts links to Facebook, do you control whether somebody has to fucking log in to Facebook to see the stupid picture or not? They fixed that a while ago. That for a long time it was that whenever you tried to get a link to a picture on Facebook, it would give you something where you had to be logged in to see it. But now, like, as long as you're 
your preferences are set to let people see my pictures if they're not logged in, then it just generates a link that anybody can click. You mm. can also hot link directly the image directly instead of the share hot stuff. Link. <clears throat> my mom, uh, my mom was upset. Well, she wasn't upset. She was just uh, she went to show her relatives uh, the the pictures of me and Troubleface from from KOLCon where we were both dressed all fancy, and all of my mom's relatives were like, "Oh yeah, we already saw those." That's what happens. Yeah, that is. You get on Facebook and then you don't have anything to talk about in real life because everybody fucking knows everything about everybody already. That's why I just lie on Facebook all the time. Oh, good. So that way when I get in touch with people... You know, I think like, Mr. Skullhead would correct you. You lay on Facebook all the time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, uh, so... You're hitting your highlights to this time, man. So what else? Do you... Uh, do you... Um, did you do anything else besides besides go see that movie? After what other did were there any other homeless shelters you were able to drop your kid off at for a few hours to go <laughs> to go selfishly do other things with your wife? No, but I did put him at uh, I did uh, take him with us to a pumpkin carving party. Ooh, where we we carved some pumpkins. What is your philosophy on pumpkin carving? Are you a traditionalist? Are you a, a c- comedian? I am a guy who every year thinks I'm going to do something incredibly elaborate and every year ends up with something that looks vaguely like Jack Skellington. Okay. This year, though, I uh, we had a giant pumpkin, and so I carved, like, fairly successfully a little scene of Nightmare Before Christmas with the, uh, like, the little spiral hill and some gravestones and a big moon with a jack-o'-lantern face. It was cool carving a tiny jack-o'-lantern face on my giant jack-o'-lantern. Okay. And a little zero floating in the air. So, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm up to trying new things. One year I cut both of the eyes with uh, a doorknob hole puncher. Okay. So, like, What's basically a, a giant hole puncher? Is that a, bit. is that a real tool? Yeah, I and mean, it's like a... A bandsaw only it's a circle and you put it on your drill okay. and it spins around oh, real fast I gotcha. okay and then you yeah. can never get the pumpkin out well no then you just pull out the like, there's a drill bit in the middle to yeah. help you center mm-hmm. so the thing has a hole in the middle so you just kind of screw it out wow yeah that never works I always get a piece of wood stuck in there and then I have to throw the bit away and go get a new drill bit <laughs> alright yeah but luckily, I almost never have to actually make anything with my hands. How many doors have you made in your lifetime? I made like I made some doors, <laughs> dude. Dude, you need some doors? I can hook you up. I know a guy. Uh, no, I mean I've drilled holes in stuff, you know, because that's well, also sure, the, everybody. That's does. also the thing that you use if you like, you know, say, oh, I need to run some extension cords through the inside of this cabinet or whatever, right? Like it's mm. not. Oh, I've always just taken the wire and just ran it all the way around my apartment the long way. Oh yeah, Instead yeah. That's just and then, drilling so, holes. So the more appliances you, you only have one functional outlet in your I apartment. So one the more appliances with a bunch you of get, surge the bigger a bundle of orange extension yeah. cords build up in the corners. Yeah, but it's like a nice like wrap around all of my uh, paneling. Oh, okay. Is that what it's called? Baseboards. The baseboards. You have, you yeah. have like you have a secondary layer of baseboards made of, out of extension cords. made out of extension cords, network cables. Um, okay. Bugs like dead shirt like little yeah. beehives yeah built up under there it looks nice mouse people compliment it when mouse they come in towns do they <clears throat> i don't think that i believe that you actually have an apartment <laughs> what do you think i have i don't know i think maybe you live at the y uh, <laughs> in the bathtub 
YMCA or YWCA? Uh, take your pick. Both. I bounce between them. Um, well, I think uh, this we're going to have to cut this show kind of short for various reasons. Uh, Clackling has to go, and he's clearly what people are here for, so there's no sense in us even doing you, anything after he's You keep he's trying gone. to blame this on me. Hey, it is. It I is was going to step fault. out quietly. No, I also, need to, uh, I also need to get some dinner and get back uh, in time for the Disco Bandit skill revamp, which, as uh, astute listeners will know, rolls out tonight. Um, I don't know if this show will be published by then. Probably not, actually. But... Uh, I hope that by the time you're listening to this, you're super excited about that and not being a butthole on the forums. Wait, are we not live? Speaking of butt, no, we're not live. What am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. Why am I even here then? We're uh, we're pre-recording this like we do now because that's a better way of doing it. So speaking of buttholes on the forums, <laughs> let's see what the buttholes on the forums have to say about today's show. Thank you, uh, by the way, everybody, for uh, rising to the occasion and posting so many questions in such a short span of time. I apologize for not making the thread. They were all scared that they were going to get their dicks cut off. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was a pretty scary thing. So I've been playing too many games by Porpentine. Finvara wrote, Why is it so hard to be a low-skill accordion thief? Well, because accordion thieves, prior to their revamp, don't have anything to do. Did you ever play an accordion thief clackling? Yeah, and I hated it. You hated every minute of it? <laughs> uh, no offense, developers of this game. No? But, yeah, no. Accordion Thief's the one class I've barely ever played because I just couldn't yeah. get through it. You know what they're about to get? A revamp. Bunch of new fucking skills. Yeah. They're already all done and coded. On, really? Uh, on dev, yeah. You can play with them. You I could should, use your super secret go check dev those out. to play with them. You could. I looked today and I couldn't find anything. Uh, okay. But I just don't think I understand how dev works. <laughs> yeah, that's... The skills thing it consistently confuses people. Like, see, this is why... Like, with the skills table now, we have the thing that you're supposed to have, which is a dev database and a production database, right? Oh, wow. And it's confusing as fuck. And creates this huge... But, but no, no, I'm never doing anything like this again because it is a giant pain in the yeah, ass Yeah, but there's a use. reason why people do it this way. I know it's an extra layer. The, there is a reason why people do it this way, and sometimes we need that, which is why we have this. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know... People would tell us, you should have a dev version of the inventory table and a live version of the inventory table so that if you're doing stuff, you don't accidentally fuck stuff up. But I would rather just be careful. And Yeah, but there have been rare occasions when that hasn't happened. Like 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. I was a That's kid. That's true. Then. I was a kid. I was a stupid kid. Your sign on the wall that says, days since our last accident is getting pretty high, so. It is. That either well, means I mean, we're overdue a, for an accident. It's in San Francisco. Or... There's just so much ambient weed smoke. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, the reason it's hard to be a low-skill accordion thief is because it's exactly like playing a class with no skills because they don't have any skills other than buffs. This is why musical theater is not a uh, good life skill when you want to go into wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't know. All that jumping around and kicking. True. Yeah, I mean, the theatrics. I mean, the, the theatrics are a, are a critical part of being a... I think maybe you meant, like, UFC. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at least spending a lot of time among theater folk will teach you where somebody's dick is, and then you'll, you'll be able to more easily punch punch a dick. Yeah, or grapple. Yeah, you can grapple. The you can pretend that somebody has a sandbag hanging from dick the grapple. rafter. Mr. Skullhead, when you did your time in, in theater, did mm. you ever encounter any sandbags on ropes? <laughs> no, they had, like, weight stacks that were connected to big poles. Did you ever get to play with the weights? Because I've had to do that and I've dropped exactly two of them on my feet in my lifetime. I was 
No, like, there was a weird animosity and a weird, like, divide between the tech theater folks and the theater folks. Of course, because the real theater folks have talent. Well, no, because the techies were usually jocks on the off-season. Wait, really? Really? Yeah, who, like, they liked the teacher because she was basically a shop teacher, and, like, they were learning how to build sets and, like work fly rigs and shit and what's a fly rig that's the, the thing, thing with that the weights. they oh. they hook you in and oh oh like a rig like a fl- like you fly like a like a peter pan yeah i thought like, of text like everybody i know everybody i know that was a theater tech was like super super nerdy not a jock at all well there's different kinds of i mean tech there's like people who do the lights and sound and that can be super nerdy but then the people who actually physically yeah like two the, of the Two of the guys who were at the nerd table with us were Tex, Jason and Jim. Oh, wait, but, what about uh, Tex? What was he? Who was the who was the guy who like threw rocks at you and shit? He was a tech theater guy. Uh I don't remember. Mark Mc Mike Mc Mickelson? Mark McMickelson, yeah. Malcolm that was McDowell. Him. Yeah, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, that guy. Mark McMickelson. Mark Hale. So no, we didn't. We didn't do much of the tech stuff. We just kept getting told by the tech people that if we didn't stay out of their way, we would get punched. Mm, good. Or we'll drop a fucking lead. We'll drop a sandbag on your head while you're <laughs> fagging around like Peter Pan on the stage. That's is that what they said? Because that's not okay. <sighs> Smile Rut says bacon is red, violets are red, poetry is hard. This might be a stupid question, but where do I read up on KOL lore? Also, since Rift decided to answer my question telepathically, will we ever see the distant lands? You do see the distant lands. You see the distant lands, uh, Dude Ranch. They're like off in the distance. Yeah, no, you can see them. If you look, if you squint really hard when you're taking that trip, I think you can see it like very faintly in the okay. background. The way that you read up on KOL lore is you get it straight from the source, which is to say all of the item descriptions in KOL and all of the monster descriptions and all of the writing. Are you going to publish those in novel format? Sure. As yeah, an we ebook. Should, we should start writing uh, we should start writing KOL novels. We kind of did the uh we put actual combat text in the first CYOA that we did. So that was kind of taking the game and putting oh, it true. into more of a, a readable form. Yeah, I guess that's true. That was sort of before we before we figured out what we wanted to do with those things. You know, I like those things, but I don't miss making them. I'm not sad because we didn't get to make one this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Although I do want to get uh, the last couple up with hyperlinks. Yeah. I guess we've got them in the Choose Your Own Adventure engine. There ought to be some way for people to get at those. Do we have them in that? Because like, the ones with hyperlinks have always been done for us by volunteers. It might have just been one guy who's not around anymore. Right. But a while ago, you had a little assignment for me and Riff to put the Choose Your Own Adventures into the like the conversation spell. Oh, are those actually all done? Yeah, I just did Lars... The Siberians one from last year. Oh, right on. I just finished that, so I, I think they are. Cool. Uh, I want more people to see that. It's the most Lars I've ever written. Yeah, and we'll, we'll figure out a place to put it. Uh, Child says, so two questions. How far would you research pop culture that you actively didn't like to make a good reference for the game? Say, for example, you created a zone full of giant cockroaches. How many Papa Roach songs would you subject yourself to to properly flesh out the zone's boss? I don't know anything about Papa Roach, but I don't... What, Mr. Skullhead, what is a Papa Roach song? Like, what? Did he do Last Resort? 
cut my life yeah. into pieces. That's not. This a, is my last resort. I can tell from the way that you're voicing that that you're very disdainful of it. But I don't think that that's... No, that is that is seriously what the dude sounds. Sure, like. but I don't think that's a terrible song. That's the only song I know. Oh, that, that but is also a terrible like song. It. You're you're mistaken. Both of you. I mean, it's got it's. I kind of like the guitar riff. Yeah, the guitar is from an yeah. Iron Maiden song. Okay, okay. But I, so that makes it just as good. Anyway, then, right? uh, typically, yeah, typically, uh, like if we are writing a thing and we're like, ah, oh, this we should have some reference to songs by a band. We will just Google the lyrics, which yeah. is not. I would not. I wouldn't say that's a thing you really have to subject yourself to, right? Like that's just you're just doing it. I mean, I'm not going to read the entire Twilight Saga or like Fifty Shades of Grey so I can make some joke about it. I will look for a review or something that will give me just enough of it to make the joke. I thought you did read, or did you just read the first Twilight book? I read the first couple of pages of the Twilight book. Why do I keep believing that you read the Twilight book? I don't know. Did you read The Da Vinci Code? No. I watched all of the Twilight movies. Okay. Because Riff Tracks did all of the Twilight movies. So. Okay. So you <clears throat> you didn't watch the vanilla versions, or the no, vanilla ice? I, I don't. I barely made it through those with the Riff Tracks. Ah <laughs> uh, well, I haven't uh, even tried. I don't plan to. If you put a Twilight Zone in the game, I'm just like a Twilight, <laughs> like the Twilight Zone. If we put in, oh, a if you zone, put in an actual Twilight, Twilight zone. zone, yeah, yeah. Like, what if we awesome. added to uh, the arcade a Twilight Zone pinball machine? It's that'd got be a awesome. cool ceramic start, ball that's weird. And you start playing it, and it's all vampires and werewolves, and you're like, what is this shit? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, that'd be pretty sweet. We should start a new store called The Twilight Zone. It's like Best Buy, except all they sell is Twilight and the Twilight movies and vampire pants. <laughs> what? what? I don't even know. It's the kind of pants that vampires yeah, wear in, yeah, in like the skinny in, jeans in the Twilight movie. Does he wear skinny jeans? I don't know. I don't know what else they wear. Mr. What, they, Skullhead what kind it. of pants do they wear, Mr. Skullhead? Uh, just just pants. Yeah, just, vampire pants. Just regular old pants. Yeah, I don't think she spent a lot of time describing the pants. Hmm. Child continues. Also, now that Jake has been to both France and Germany, is there any chance that the updated accordion thief skills could include a ver- greater variety of accordionists than mariachis? Well, the problem is not that I don't know that. Okay, so a there is, as far as I know, not a name for the kind of accordion music that they play in France. Or if there is a name, it is not a name that was well known enough that I can remember it. Like it just does not resonate with an American audience at least the way that mariachi does because you just know what that is. Also, Spanish is funny in a way that French and German are not. I mean, this German is kind of funny, but there's plenty of polka stuff. Yeah, we talk about right? polka. So, generally. yeah, and I mean, you know, there's some oompa. There is uh, one of the new accordion thief skills, just a little spoiler here, is uh, Cone of Zydeco. So that's, that's a different kind of accordion music mm-hmm. than mariachi stuff. That's a, uh, where does that, is that kind of French? What do you think, that, like, how would you characterize, like, the kind of Cajun music? It's not, it's not really French influenced, right? Because I feel like French accordion music is very minor key and mournful. Are you thinking of, like, New Orleans style? Yeah, yeah, like. Like jazz? Sure, but but I mean, so I mean, is that just black, like, black people? Is it, like, black French people music? (laughs) No, seriously. I mean, what I like what musical what musical sort of tradition is the music in New Orleans a descendant of? 
I mean, is it just jazz? Because it's, it's definitely jazz, like but also like a special flavor of jazz. I mean, is it? Cajun? I mean, there's the French is definitely in there. But I mean, because I guess what I'm Cajun, saying is it doesn't Cajun sound like it doesn't sound like French music. You know, I guess it has the same instrumentation as French music in some ways. You know, in that it has accordions. Yeah. It's anyway, more than I've why. ever talked about accordions in my life. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's, it's because you've it's lived a boring point. life. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what type of music is uh, uh, the song in Lady and the Tramp? I'm it's thinking like, fr- it's, it's not French, like it's like Italian. Italian. It's Italian, yeah. yeah. What do you call an Italian accordionist? And a, uh, I don't know. Do it's you know that joke. I never oh. realized? I found uh, I found a link to that. I, I did not know that that's a spicy meatball was from an Alka Seltzer commercial. Commercial. Hmm. Huh. That's a pretty good commercial. And is it because it's about a guy filming a commercial about it's it's this cool like meta commercial. It is about a guy filming a commercial about meatballs, and he keeps eating a meatball and then flubbing his line, so he has to eat like a thousand meatballs, and he's like, oh fuck, I need Alka Seltzer because I just had to eat too many meatballs. Wow. And then the Alka-Seltzer just lets him, like, nail it. But then something else happens because, haha, like, the shot gets ruined because something falls off of a stove in the background. Because he gets hit by a sandbag. Yeah, he gets, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, that was a fucking good commercial. I think it was from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. Or the 70s, maybe, it looked, it looked like. Therefore, accordions. Yeah. Skin says, it's been over two years since we had a visit from the traveling trader, and I was wondering if there was anything in the works to have him visit. Well, no. I, you know. This, this is what happens. We, we like, oh man, it's been forever since we had the traveling trader show up. We should do something about that, and then we just don't. Gattery says, sorry for bringing politics into this, but all the rumors overseas have got me genuinely worried. How is KOL faring financially these days? Is the possible default a danger? I cannot imagine any way in which the government defaulting on the national debt would have any short-term effect on anything <laughs> but that is because I don't understand I don't understand what the relationship between macro and microeconomics is well I think the biggest uh, problem for you guys is that you like programming inside the national parks that's true and that's true I mean I, I do I do like to get I go um, you know I, have, I take my own uh, caber and I go and I drive the caber into the ground and then I sit on top of the caber in Yellowstone and I, and I type on a laptop like a yogi yeah, and like the accordion revamp is going to be done from the Lincoln Memorial, right? Oh and yeah, so, I'm gonna have to break in, and then yeah. I'll probably get arrested. So and that's so, gonna that's gonna be a problem. We'll it's gonna have to delay use a lot those of the donation of revenue for to, for my bail. Jaylee <laughs> uh, says, uh, "Shouldn't Boris's trusty axe be able to cut through dense liana vines just as well as a machete?" Well, no, because then you could say the same thing about everything sharp, and it's a slippery slope down a <laughs> sharpy slope. Uh You'd think, you'd think, but no, it takes a while. Trusty, you know, do you think of, I think of an axe as more of a blunt weapon than a bladed weapon. Yeah, like, even though they're yeah, sharp. Yeah, it's heavy. Like, it, its strength is in its its heft. The machete's easy to slice through repeatedly. Yeah. And the axe is just kind of like one big swing. Light, and you can swing it a lot. Yeah, yeah. but it's, yeah, yeah, it's no good. Uh, yay for DB revamp, says Kelly. In that thread, you mentioned setting up a karma refund booth or something in town. A while back, you also mentioned wanting to rework Transcendent Olfaction. Is that happening along with the class revamp? Since it's fundamental in somewhat the same way as class skills. If you're going to, will it be affected by the karma booth? Just wondering because if it's auto-perming. I presume most slash all auto-perms won't be on the list. No, no, no. I'm, I finally clarified in that other thread that, that 
that is only going to be for guild skills and it's going to be very straightforward and it's not going to be any weird panacea that will solve all of your problems the way a lot of people <laughs> started acting in that thread like uh, like there were Crestoni says word buckets who makes them how many are there in the game which are your favorite ones Mr. Skullhead you talk about which ones are your favorites while I figure out how many there are in the game <laughs> uh, there are so many now that we hardly have to make new ones because there are lists of random objects and, and lists of people's names and lists of animals. My favorites are the ones that involve animals because they have ridiculous names for some reason. There's one called Animals, for which the entries are like a pig, a monkey, a horse. Yeah. <laughs> There's one called Animal, which the entries are like penguin, horse, shark, pig, whatever. And then there's one called Animals Plural, which are uh, like penguins, sharks, pigs, etc. Yeah. There are 2,200... I can never remember which one is which. There are 2,230 word buckets. Um, you know, it depends. I made 10 or 12 of them today. And they're such a versatile tool that, like, we use them in places you probably wouldn't expect them to be. Yeah. And I mean, we all, because they're not just used for when we want a random selection of things like sometimes it's like i'm just going to use a word bucket as like a way of storing a block of text so it doesn't have to be hard-coded into a php Mm. script and that's how it should have worked all along and how it would have worked if you know if the database hardware technology of 10 years ago had been what it is now when we could just get away with putting everything in the database all the time um but there you know there were just a lot of things that was like well if i just hard code this that'll offload some of this to the web server and not do another database call, not saturate the switch when that was a thing that we were having happen, that kind of thing. But yeah, that you know, they're, they're, it's like a, just a, it's a way of indexing text. It started as a way of collecting text so that you could select some of it randomly, but it, you know, just became, it just became buckets. This is a fucking adorable picture of your fucking adorable child, Mr. Skullhead. Isn't it though? I, I just gotta say, we should post that in the show notes. Also, we should start doing show notes. <laughs> the uh, did you cut the holes in the cone? No, that was just the the way that the cone was. I was wondering if there was some sort of like aerodynamic reason for that, so that way he could walk <laughs> or run quickly without it blowing his head back. No, I don't know why they were. I guess so they would look extreme, so they that do. the kids these days would like them. Yeah, but. Uh, I was glad that we found something that we could use that meant we didn't have to make it out of construction paper or something. Yeah, he was legit. He, I could tell he felt legit with his brains. Alexander says, kudos on the revamps. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. and I'm looking forward to getting a glimpse of the DB skills tonight as I'm assuming they'll roll out. Thank you for making the Disco Bandit revamp enemies scaling. I was low level for the three days of the Clubber revamp event and could not successfully fight enough seals without getting beaten up to see the end of the event because they were too high level for me. Yeah, sorry about that. And now with scaling opportunities, I have more opportunity to participate. Yep, you know, we learn, we learn things. We grow. We grow together. We grow together with you. Question, is it reasonable to expect each class will have 15 passive skills after the revamps are done? Um... No, not really. Uh, that was that was initially what I wanted to do, but like with the accordion thief, I wasn't going to give them fifteen buffs and fifteen passives because that's just as boring. So they have ended up with like maybe nine active skills and six passives and fifteen 
buffs because like that's the thing like does a buff count as a verb i feel like no not really it's not as interesting as like a thing that you sort of do to a monster um and i and i want at every level i want for every level you gain you to get something new that you can do and with the accordion thief it's just weird right it's it's impossible to do anything with that with that class because that class just has 15 buffs which is a super goofy thing to try to fit into any kind of system um second question are you still on track with this year for all revamps or has crimbo changed that plan if so any more revamps expected this year yeah i i think we can do them all this year um MCO says, hi all, wonderful to be on the air by proxy. Let's get to my question. Are all the class reviews going to be this close together? Uh, closer, I imagine. Uh, also, I might not be tuned in by the time the show airs, so I would appreciate some sort of short K-mail summary of sorts. Well, that is not going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time question person, says Yosarian117. So how do you win KOL? What's the real end game? Is there one? Is it to attain the clothing of loathing? Is it to hardcore perm all skills? Or is it to acquire all those delicious trophies? Okay, so KLL is a role-playing game, so maybe everybody can win in their own way. What would you guys say would be your way of winning, besides expanding the player base and item donations to millions? Well, my way of winning would be to keep making video games for a living. So I've already won. Yeah, my way of winning would be to work on this game for ten years and have people enjoy the things that I write. You win! I mean, when I'm playing, my idea of winning is making it through an ascension not like in any amount of time just actually finishing one okay but that doesn't happen a whole lot because invariably something new comes out that i want to check out right so i will like drop the path and reset my level and yeah that that kind of always happens to me because i am like oh fuck i need to go test something that requires me to be a different class or a different level or whatever and so i'm like yeah just lose it yeah when i read this question this uh, earlier today i kind of laughed at it a little at first because i was like Haha, how do you win kol how do you mine for fish but like i've been thinking about it more and more all day and i was like how do you win what is the end game i mean it's not a thing that you can win no like, i know all, but it's, like... it's it's so unusual these days well i guess it's less unusual these days for there to be a game without a final win condition but it when kol like years ago when KOL was, you know, right alongside MMOs or whatever, you know, an MMO, everyone's always talking about the end game. And obviously I think about that a lot working in the MMOs. And with sure. KOL, the end game is literally whatever you decide it is, right? If well, you want to I mean, be competitive, game, K- you can KOL be. KOL is a perpetual new game plus, right? right? It's not, like, there is not a level cap. And, there, you know... I, I kind of maybe feel like if we were to make a KOL 2 that I would not just let people level up their combat relevant stats to arbitrarily high numbers like I would try to figure out some way to preserve that kind of you know the the feeling of potentially infinite growth without actually having to balance around like oh okay time to design a boss well let's see some people are going to come in here with 100 muscle and some people are going to come in here with 100 million muscle <laughs> How do we design this fight? Right. You know, it's like, well, I guess we just fucking don't. We don't design a fight that's going to be satisfying no matter what your level is because it's kind of impossible. Kind well, the, of impossible. The The interesting thing is that, well, I mean, A, you've got scaling monsters in there, right? And so you can experience content at varying levels, um, but it's still much easier at a higher level just because you've got more tools available yeah. at your disposal. But at the same time, 
there's also I don't know where I was going with this. I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, I think. Well, I think you know there's a reason why other games have a level cap. Not that I'm saying like I I obviously enjoy KOL, but there's a reason why games have a level cap because you have that sort of predictive element of like okay this is the base level of where everybody is at now we can develop right. content for this sure but I mean the, the, so the problem there is that as as a game ages unless you are Blizzard and can afford to continue to spend millions and millions and millions right. of dollars developing enough new content to keep people entertained sufficient that they will continue to subscribe you're spending all of this development time making stuff that people are going to play once and then and then right. there is no reason to ever touch it again right and yeah. to me that makes me really sad and i like it when wow does stuff like you know oh we've made like heroic versions of this old dungeon or whatever we've gone through and redone this old thing and moved it to the new level cap so that you can see this again but it would be better if you had a reason to just go to all of the places in the game anyway the way that you do in KOL I mean I guess you don't really well, right? I think some you you have a reason to go through all the critical path stuff again but I mean I don't know. You do have a reason. It's like, well, let's see. I'm playing. I'm not like trying to do the world's fastest ascension. I would rather just dick around it somewhere that I haven't been. There are lots of places that it's been five years since you adventured there. So yeah. you can go read the jokes and get the items again. And, and it's like new to you. And it's not like you're slumming because there's stuff at your level that you can do that you haven't done in a really long time. I think, well, I think the new game plus and matches up with an MMO's like alternate advancement system in a way where it's like you're not like the leveling part of it is is just part of that process but every time you're getting a new skill you're getting new experience or whatever it is and I I like it <laughs> is where I was going with all of this <laughs> uh, Nightval says so you no sorry Mr. Nee says Mr. Scullet how's the running coming along have you hit that point where you actually find running fun and look forward to it or do you find it a chore plan to continue running after hitting your distance target yeah, I, re- I actually have enjoyed running from maybe the second week on. <clears throat> Partly because it's just something that you can do as a challenge and beat it, and that feels good. You, like you can but, jack uh, off like, while you're running? Yeah. That seems dangerous. No, you, so get, you get into gang fights while you're running. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought they told you not to ever come around I'm pretty comfortable with the like, running for a half hour and then stopping. So I don't think I'm going to go much further. I have hit the like 5K goal most of the time that I run now, so I'm just going to stick there. Like you like, only weigh 5 kilograms now? Yep. So like five minutes of warm-up, like walking, and then half an hour of running, five minutes of walking at the end, and just seeing how far I can go in that time period instead of running longer. What happens if you run out of gas and you're really far away from home? <laughs> or do you just run in circles around your house? Well, no, when I, when I, never mind. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Uh, Mr. Nee continues, Jick, since I asked a question but not about the game, I'd like to be excused from having my dick cut off. Yeah, I bet you would. Nightfall says, so you wake up in the morning and look over uh, next to you and see yourself. You look down and see you've become your significant other. Mrs. Skullhead for Scully, hot stuff. I mean, trubs for Jick. The other you gets up and starts acting like you would expect yourself to, going through your normal routine as if nothing is wrong or different. What do you do? I, uh, have sex. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Aren't you aren't you even the least bit curious? <laughs> what what it's like to have sex with yourself? With you? Oh no, no. Jesus Christ, no. I do not want to know how terrible that is because then I'll just feel even worse about it. <laughs> when you inevitably change back. Yeah, yeah, well assuming that you ever do change back. <laughs> um I mean, see the weird thing is like 
if why is it that like now there's now we're both me like that's a weird thing like if I'm aware of this and the other me is not like it's not like we switched bodies because if we switched bodies we would both be super fucking confused and then we would try to figure out some like fun way to deal with it right by having sex yeah exactly exactly but yeah if we're both me like no I'm not gonna have sex that's weird no, I'd, no, it's not. I'd probably totally it's masturbation. Yeah, I probably totally would. You, I'd probably touch myself a lot. What's the weirdest question you've ever been asked? Yeah, that that one. <laughs> yeah, Scully, what is it about pilot wings you find so compelling? I've never been able to get into it, but you're not the only one I hear speaking highly of it. It's a flight simulator that is stripped down to the bare essentials, so that you can actually just fly around and look at scenery, and it's cool. And there are challenges to beat that are hard enough that you want to keep trying them but not so hard that it's ridiculous to even try them do you find it relaxing to just play yeah okay so i mean that's and in like every game that i've seen that has a little bit of that in it i found really relaxing too like in disney infinity you can build structures of almost an arbitrary height like i haven't found the ceiling of their level editor yet and i like to build things that are really tall and like platform up them and then just equip my hang glider and jump off and glide for a minute and a half. I don't know why. Because it's really, really satisfying. I rode around on the Matterhorn in Disney Infinity for like a half hour, even though the track is basically a circle, just because I was so happy. Is there a track that's a circle on the Matterhorn? It's not like a literal circle, but it just kind of goes up the hill and then back down the hill. Yeah. I mean, really, every roller coaster is a circle. (laughs) Well, From no, except the ones view. that are just the line, and you go forwards and then backwards, and you're done. That's still that's still a circle. It's just a flat circle. Yeah, this one just has a rail that is maybe half of a roller coaster track on it. Yeah. Uh, he continues, Zach, have you done any art projects outside of KOL lately, like your car today thing for a while? No, I could never stay in the habit of that. It's always I always have the best intentions when I start doing it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it like there are certain things that I can find the time to do, you know, and I can find the 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 I can develop the habit that passes for discipline to do it, but like that is just not one of them. Uh, Jamelli says, "What is your favorite vacation spot and when do you expect will be your next opportunity to visit your favorite vacation spot?" I honestly do not know how to answer this question because I don't because your life is a vacation, man. It totally is. I mean, like, I don't want... Like, I feel like most people think of a vacation as like, oh, it's like I get to stop working and just go do what I want to do all day. But, like, I want to work all day. So, like, I don't know. San Francisco and right now. <laughs> I mean, I think of a vacation as getting away from responsibilities and doing fun things to like I'm not washing dishes and I'm not cleaning house and I'm not like I guess I am taking care of my kid if I brought him but that's an option yeah, you could just leave him with some hobos yep so at uh, Jamaica actually where we went for our honeymoon yeah, okay nice that was all inclusive resort you just lie down on the beach and let people bring you drinks all day and then occasionally you go swim. God, if there is one thing that I dislike more than having people do stuff for me, it's sand. So <laughs> that sounds fucking horrible. I think there's a part of it that has a nude beach, too, so it could just be all of the things that horrify <laughs> yeah. you all at once. Yes. <laughs> Clackling. 
vacation spot? I I probably just cop out and say Disney World. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. But I just it's not because it's I mean it is because it's Disney World, but it's also because like that is where I can literally just forget about everything and just focus on Mickey Mouse. I feel like the reason that I like Disney World and Disneyland is that I look around and I think what can I learn from this about providing experiences for people because they're so good at it and it's just like this constant like sort of wonder and appreciation for what they've done like it makes me want to just go talk to the guys the Imagineers. Oh, we do right. it all the we I've I've literally taken lessons from the way they handle lines at Disney for like running a booth at a gaming convention. Like at when I used to work on Star Wars at PAX, we would have like an eight hour long line and a lot of the things I did to keep people entertained and informed in those lines was directly taken from my experiences at Disney because they just do a great job like making the entire process an experience and but making it all run like clockwork. Uh, man, Ultimate Chaos says, Jake, does this count as a question for the purposes of not having my dick cut off? Nope. Mandy May says, what if you don't have a dick? Well, too bad. Cutting it off anyway. We're going to buy you one. Rusty Knight says, read any good books recently? I was loaned. I would not have thought. Like, I, The reason that this happened is because I noticed and said to the girl whose house we were at, do you have two copies of David Lee Roth's autobiography? <laughs> And she said, yes, I do. That one is for loaning to people. You should borrow it and read it. And I said, um, okay. And it is really fucking good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm surprised. It's, it is, he's a smart guy. Like, it, I don't, you know, it's, it doesn't come across necessarily in everything that I've known about him as a pop culture figure. But, like, it is, it is like this crazy stream of consciousness, but really articulate and interesting and written by somebody who puts a lot of thought into things. Huh. It's, I, I don't know. It's really, really interesting. Scully? I just finished uh, <clears throat> Nosferatu by Joe Hill. And that was really cool. He's definitely got the, this was more of the cosmic kind of horror stuff like um, Stephen King's It, say. But on a slightly more manageable scale, and he's a little better at endings. So, uh, yeah, Joe Hill is three for three for me so far. He's getting the job done. All right, Clackling. I've been doing a lot of rereading of books lately. I haven't read any new ones lately, but I've just reread uh, *Name of the Wind* and the second book, *Patrick Wise Rothfuss*. Man's yeah, *Wise Man's Fear. Patrick Rothfuss apparently played a bunch of KOL. He did. Back in the day. I was yeah. I was at your booth when oh, he yeah, came yeah. by. No, you were the one who recognized yeah. him and found that out for us. Yeah, and See? he was all super excited about meeting you guys. You're a networking people. And then it got really awkward because he was telling me how much he loves my game, and I had to explain to him that I didn't uh, actually work there. And, and actually, was... the people that made this game don't read any of your books or think that you aren't a loser. <laughs> Butthole. But uh, he's a really cool dude. That was the year that I was out sick, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. God damn it! Because I would have loved to talk to that dude. I had just finished that book. He's such a nice guy. He's just, oh yeah, he seemed know. like he seemed like just a totally one of us genial <laughs> dude. Minoc uh, says uh, Turtle Tamers are probably the least mentioned class out of the six. Now that all the revamp stuff is underway, I really like them as they are. Do you think they're simply the most satisfactory class right now and least in need of a revamp? Only getting one because every other class is getting fifteen more skills too. No, I I am really excited about the stuff that I'm 
planning on giving them uh, because over time in my mind Turtle Tamers grew to be a lot more sort of uh, I don't know animistic shaman style than than like than uh, uh, fucking what's that guy that died <laughs> from the stingray Billy Crystal Steve Irwin yeah Billy Crystal that was it <laughs> they're, they're a lot less Billy Crystal and a lot more uh, I don't know Jim Carrey in Ace Ventura 2 um <laughs> No, it's, you know, they're they're not really, I don't know that there is a ton of stuff that I feel like needs to be jiggled around with them because I feel like they're pretty satisfying to play. Um, there, there are certainly some technical, like the implementation of their combos is super fucking bogus right now. And that, that those, they may not change in the way that they work, but they are certainly going to change in the way that they're presented to us on the back end. Um, but no, no, no. I'm I'm excited. I have I have a real solid idea of where I'm going with that, and it's it's just sort of additive flavor and ability to do cool stuff. And I'm I am stoked to like. I that was dreading the accordion thief one, and that turned out to be easier than I thought. I'm really looking forward to doing the turtle tamer one, which probably means that it will end up being really hard. But but no, I you know I think I think we get a little more magicy, a little more like uh, a little more like spirit stuff there and it's gonna be great F says Alton Brown was doing a show in Mesa this week I know Jake seems to eat out a lot Scully do you have an interest in cooking yeah I do most of the of the dinner cooking for the family yep Jake what's your signature dish uh, man uh, chili like that chili is the thing that I make that people like and if I'm if I'm cooking four times out of five I'm making chili uh, it's the only thing that you trust will be sufficiently cooked to not get you and your people sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I make a lot of salads. I guess I can make a sandwich. You toss a lot of salads. I do. I toss a lot of salads. I, I toss a lot of corn on the cobs. Siron says so. There was a thin on plus familiar damage item skills buffs in the forum, and it got me thinking this could be an awesome avenue for turtle tamers. If their skill revamp is going to center more on familiar type stuff, or do you have another plan for them? If there is, can you vaguely reveal it for now? Well, I think I just did, buddy. I think I just did. Let's see if anything else popped in while we were uh, busy reading those. No, it did not. So I think that's the thread, and I think, though I apologize for its brevity, that that's the show. This show was indeed the soul of wit. You know, that's because I'm here. It was short, but I think we packed a lot of value into it. Yeah, it was short, but I, I think it, it was sweet. And uh, for that, I credit Clackling. Oh, he is pretty sweet. Gonna shed a tear, Eel, sweetheart. You. All right. Well, we got some meals to eat, and then uh, we'll see you, kids, on the flip side with some new disco bandit skills. All right. I'm Mr. Skull, and I'm leaving. I'm Jake, and I'm already gone. I don't know how to sign off. <laughs>